0: hello my little knockers once more it's time for yeah ed i'm continuing with that intro <laughs> all right <sighs> it's i thing. hope everyone is doing good and has had a lovely week so far um this is being recorded friday and we're going to release it sunday and i think That's the kind of way we're going to do these. We're going to try and record every Friday and try and release every Sunday. But you know us. That won't last for five ruddy minutes. Okay. Now then, it's time for us to kick off with the segment that is media.
1: Oh, media. I've closed that Google Drive document you sent me, so... It's a surprise to me. <laughs> Whoa! Uh,
0: round one is uh, just about uh, My Chemical Romance's new track, uh, Foundations of Decay. Now, before those of you who uh, historically know My Chemical Romance, there's a whiny emo band. Uh, yeah, there's still that, but there is quite a lot of nostalgia kicking around and it's genuinely a really good track. Um, and i tell you what, I didn't like My Chemical Romance back in the day. No. I always thought they were a bit too much for me. Yeah. I, well, to be honest, in school, when everyone else was listening to them, I was still listening to Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin and Deep Purple, um, because I... Well, that's what my dad told me to listen to.
1: <laughs>
0: what did you listen to in school, Ed?
1: I used to listen to... Uh, wow first popper band i used to listen to in middle school was probably blur um but oh, high, yeah. high school it was uh well as you said you know you said pink floyd pink floyd queen uh deftones rage against the machine and okay. system, yeah, of, si- yeah. system of a down uh, uh, uh my two of my favorite oh, yeah favorite i'd say current yeah. bands you know i'm talking like not yeah probably this century but yeah i is, mean
0: the link that sort of new metal sort of linkin park limp Bizkit, papa roach uh, things like that were and system of a down were very prominent as well for me um i don't know why i didn't get on with my chemical romance very much but either way their new track is genuinely quite good it's called foundations of decay give it a go now, Ed, it's over to you for point number two, which is the new Doctor Who. That was far too much rhyming.
1: <laughs> uh, too, the new Doctor Who. Yes, new Doctor Who, Shitty Gatwa. Uh, is great for me because I don't know who they are. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, and it's good. It, um, they're, they're known for uh, the Netflix series Sex Education. Never watched it. No. Oh, I was thinking I might you, go did, and watch it, but... Yeah,
0: did you know that because Kate wrote it in the document? No, I knew because I, I knew it you because didn't know that. like
1: the the articles that came up straight straight away was like okay. she's got one from sex education. Um from what I've seen Georgia. he's quite he, the character he plays is quite um quite extravagant and uh and very uh confident. But I Ooh. believe that um Russell T Davies knows how to pick a good doctor um yep. and i am, i'm I'm very confident that um this person will be able to fulfill that role um yeah you know, I, I think we, it's just the production and the writing that we've uh, we've got to keep an eye out for i'm I'm all for it i can't I can't see any reason why they, they would be rubbish whatsoever but, well because I've got no experience on what they've done. But it's nice. Yeah, it's it's a good. Yeah, one. no,
0: I know what you mean, and I assume that's exactly why you're going to stay away from sex education, because uh, what you wouldn't want to do is find out that that's absolutely shit, and then have a bad view on him before you go in.
1: Yeah, I might watch some clips of it, but I'd, I'd, oh. I'd rather it'd be nice to go in without any prior experience. It's like all the 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 ones are from 2005 onwards. Christopher Eccleston, seen his, what he did. Uh, Dave, yeah. um, David Tennant, seeing what he did, Matt Smith, I didn't know of what he did, but I went back and watched what he did, so yeah, I knew okay. that um, Capaldi. Obviously, he was in the thick of it, uh, and Jodie Whittaker, I knew from uh, Attack the Block and Broadchurch. So yeah, this okay. this time round, it, it's nice to just
0: refreshing.
1: Yeah, definitely nice. Well, good
0: stuff. And when is do you know vaguely when that's going to happen? Towards the end of next
1: year, I believe. I can't oh, quite I can't a while though. Yeah, um, it's a while. Okay, they are. They've filmed the the regeneration scene, um, but what they'll mm-hmm. do is they'll kind of it will cut to um, potentially shooting outwards, Doctor. Now, that's the assumption right now, but that will be aired during the BBC's centenary um, celebrations at the end of this year so God, th- yeah. we will see who the next doctor is but there's a lot of opinion out right now because next year is also the um it's the it's the it's the doctor who's 60th anniversary so they think okay. something's going to happen now yeah a lot of opinion is that we'll see a regeneration of uh into back into David Tennant for some reason. Yes. And yeah. they then then there's the possibility that they could have some specials. Um that's a rumor okay. to be taken with a pinch of salt, but it could be interesting to uh yeah. you know, to, to, to relive it the anniversary specials. Um but either way, I'm I'm looking forward to what's coming.
0: Good. I um you know, I, I do like Doctor Who when I watch it, but for some reason I never gravitate to watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, for instance, if I was to go over to your house, which is happening very shortly, yeah. and we were to watch an episode or two, I'd thoroughly enjoy it. Um, but for, it would never be on my list if I was going to watch something. Probably because whenever I'm watching stuff, I just watch car crap. Um, and, of course, uh, I, I don't. no one knows when this is going to happen, but uh, the announcement that I'd be looking forward to in the media would be the new James Bond, of course. I can't wait to find out who that is. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's loads of speculation about who it might be, and we're not going to go into those options because they're all probably wrong, uh, as they usually are.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm bit always intrigued by uh, the, the James Bond choice. Um, I, I, I mean, one of the, the big choices for James Bond was, uh, oh, what's his blooming name? I've forgotten his name. Uh is it- idris elba idris elba that's the one yeah that was yeah. Big one. at one point people with people wanted him to be doctor who as well so uh oh really yeah well he's
0: that's what happens when you're an amazing actor is yeah. it? people want you in everything he's, um, he's bloody brilliant henry henry cavill is also another want of some people i, I absolutely love him including uh, himself so i believe he wants he would like it wouldn't he <laughs> I mean, a lot of actors would surely. Yeah. Uh, that brings us quite neatly onto our next point, which is the BAFTA awards have happened. Uh, there's loads of stuff. Uh, there's even games and everything in there now. I didn't know they did that nowadays, but they are in there. And you know, you're probably already familiar with, you know it takes two being the multiplayer winner ratchet and clank won a whole bunch of awards but to be honest the only one from the actual sort of tv sort of side i thought i would uh mention is uh the makeup and hair uh for the witcher along with visual effects as well which i think is very uh very you know well earned because the witcher series is very good season two not as good as the first i think everyone unanimously agrees in that but it's not bad by any means um Britney Spears keeps getting naked. Uh, the big question is, is she hurting
1: Wait, her legacy? did she get naked at the BAFTAs? You've just, that was a really quick cut from one to the oh, other. was thing. it? Sorry. Yeah. So, about the Completely BAFTAs, unrelated. Britney Spears unrelated. keeps getting naked. Point number three... <laughs>
0: Britney Spears keeps getting naked. Yeah, like every fucking, um, you know, month pretty much it feels like. uh, The shit newspapers are posting articles about how a new Instagram post is her naked with a couple of emojis covering sensitive parts. Um, And of course fans have now started asking, is she actually, you know, hurting her legacy? Like she built up this massive music career and everything. She's just got her own sort of responsibility back from the conservatorship and all that sort of stuff and now she's just like boom
1: get with it that's it because of that whole conservation thing that was that was uh, it was a, a father wasn't it um she yeah. is able to do what the fuck she wants and whether she's hurting her legacy or not i think it's now her choice and she hasn't had that choice for a long time whether mm-hmm. it's the right yeah. or wrong choice the point is she can make her choice now i just had yeah. a quick look at this because i didn't know much about it but I scrolled yeah. down past the fucking lad Bible, the sun and all that shit, <laughs> and I found yeah. Ro- Rolling Stone. Um, they did an article, and it just says, Britney Spears is free. Let her post her damn nudes. Um, um, people feel very uncomfortable when women become the architects of how off- how their own bodies are viewed, says Britney Spears. Um, uh, well, says so Britney Spears' uh, content creator, Matt Bernstein. So, um, yeah, I, I get it. It could be hurting her legacy, but, I mean, it's it's bringing attention to her whether it's the right or wrong approach it's the approach that she wants and she's entitled to do so
0: yeah sorry and just to be clear i wasn't when i said is she hurting a legacy i wasn't insinuating that i am against her posting nudes she's a childhood crush of mine yeah um i mean she's great and she does still look great i bought baby Um, one more time on single I think I've got a from one of our charity videos. I think I've got a Britney Spears CD. I think you there. might have actually, yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, it's just the question that they raised in the, yeah, Lad Bible, Daily Mirror, Sun sort of articles. Um, they jump right. And, yeah, on it, no, me. you're absolutely right. She's absolutely free to do whatever the fuck she wants. And I mean, we are big advocates of free speech here. Yeah. Um, Now, uh, moving on to... Oh, actually, I've just noticed that one article's missing that I put in here. And whilst we're talking about free speech, um, and this is media-related, obviously uh, Elon Musk recently bought out Twitter, or at least... Has put a lot of the legwork into buy Twitter. They haven't done any document signing or anything yet, um, and he has said uh, publicly now in some sort of news situation that he thinks that banning Donald Trump was absolutely wrong, and that free speech should be, you know, available regardless of your stature and influence. Um, thus insinuating the first thing he's going to do when he does get twitter is to unban donald trump and give him the account back um so i mean the thing is and i just literally just said the sentence we are big advocates of free speech here and we are but when someone is drumming up crowds of people to storm the capital um i don't know there has to be a better policing in stage i think for that sort of scenario but i don't think just banning them and saying look actually you're outright not allowed to make an account on our website anymore I, is I th- the right way i to think
1: do it. we it, there there has to be the definition so you have free speech yes um but then um you you have hate speech uh and um speech that um can instigate violence uh, uh, things yeah. that trigger those boundaries outside of free speech then there should be different um i actually had a long discussion with someone recently about people like um jk rowling and graham Linehan who um have had this uh obviously the <laughs> jk Rowling's still on, on twitter and people don't like what she says but the point is in until it becomes a hate crime um she's entitled to say what she wants whether be, you know people might not like it but then, then she gets the the, the triggered response that um, that that she wants to try and prove a point. Um, unfortunately, people do get triggered by it and feel like they need to respond, whether they're offended by it directly or they think that oh, that could be offensive. Um, uh, people need to, uh, <sighs> yeah, it's difficult to try and just ignore it. I, I, yeah, but it's free speech in the end of the day. Until it, becomes, yeah. until it becomes a hate crime or any yeah. form of crime, it's still free speech.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. And, of course, this is pretty much unique to Donald Trump, I would say, in this particular circumstance. Because normally, of course, even though other uh, prime ministers and presidents uh, maybe you know, aren't the best figureheads that we've ever seen, uh, they usually don't take to social media the same way that Donald Trump does. So even if they did have views, disagreed with things and stuff, they probably wouldn't just have a big temper tantrum on Twitter to generate that response. So I don't think, it, oh, I hope it's not something that we'll have to revisit again. It, but you never know. It's not. Um, it's
1: not Twitter's yeah. responsibility to like con- constrain the power he has upon politics. No, uh, that's all. No, uh, no, that's not for them to do. That is, um, well, whose is it? I don't know. But it's not fucking Twitter's. So that's the problem. <laughs>
0: No, and look, at the end of the day, if he was going to do a load of tweets and stuff leading up to the election to try and boost his ratings and get people on their side, that's absolutely fine. That's modern marketing, effectively. But yeah, it's about... Yeah, you get the idea, everyone. It's a bit shitty, but you know, we'll see how it goes. And I think I'm with Elon on this one. I think that free speech really does need to be free. And if there is an issue with what they're saying, then... Ed is absolutely right. That's ne- there needs to be some sort of hate speech legislation or an update in the rules because, of course, at the moment, hate speech basically just means Twitter. If you're being... <laughs> just means Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move it on. Um, uh, for some of you who have a Nintendo Switch, you'll know that they have released. Well, was it last year? I think it was actually they released the uh, sort of super duper online pack. Uh, in which you get N64 games and also Mega Drive games. Uh, and they have just released another game for the Mega Drive, and it's Echo the Dolphin! Falconer. Um I know. And the thing is, of course, they said they would release games every month or a few months or whatever it may be, um, and I don't know how good they've been keeping on that, but I tell you what, one of the games that they wish they didn't put the effort into is probably Echo the Dolphin. Fuck. I know... Th- <laughs> I know that there's a few people out there who really love this game. Uh Trista Bites, I think.
1: That's nostalgia though. Go play it. Fucking hell. It's I hate it. It's painful. Not um good. the last um, two i really i noticed that they released that i really liked um they released sonic spinball which is great okay got a handheld fantastic idea for it and yeah, perfect w- yeah and a mega drive game i've always loved but it, it's fucking tough but I, th- I believe it's the european version there's a slight difference between the european and the japanese version but dynamite heady okay okay uh, dynamite heady Have is a- it's really well done game um yeah. the, the art style and everything for it um they're both worth looking they're both worth checking out Uh, but um can suck a fucking dick
0: yeah (laughs) moving on we've got eurovision oh eurovision actually aired last night uh for everyone listening or watching currently uh but as mentioned earlier we're recording this the day before on the friday so we know that sam Ryder is the uh english sort of uh you know insertion um i don't know really I, I obviously know the structure of eurovision i know what happens i know the sort of acts that you get on it um but i honestly don't really know much uh about the event so i'm handing you over to our
1: eurovision correspondent
0: ed how are you uh <laughs> you have to
1: do that don't you so uh if if Rees uh listening to this then um she's probably gonna rip into me because uh she's the oh, as, far, as far as i'm concerned she's the eurovision expert sounds as yeah. well um Sazel shakes uh, knows her fair bit but um i have listened to our entry which is uh sam Ryder. um i was i was excited i thought they were doing a cover of babylon zoo but it's not it's a completely different song okay. called spaceman um it's not too bad um I mean, bear in mind it's Eurovision, but I've heard worse on the radio. Um, Yeah, I mean, he does look a bit like a hipster, simply red, but it's it's. I think he's got potential. Now, the common, uh, the consensus we've got at the moment is um, people are expecting Ukraine to do very well. Um, As people will know, when it comes to voting, um, voting can get quite political. it's it's down to people's uh, allies um but i mean over the years they've changed it now so they still do the normal ju- judges votes but now they have telephone voting as well to combine the two but we're still expecting that although i have watched and listened to your uh, to ukraine's entry um i mean visually it looked interesting because on their official music video they they're walking around in what looks like knitted waistcoats and crocheted hats whilst rapping yeah. I'm not sure if it's my cup of tea. We do see some <laughs> odd stuff in there, but um... I think I know you better than you do with them. I know what you mean. I do have a crocheted hat somewhere, actually. I <laughs> um,
0: do, and, uh, and uh, what that fucking little space boy is—the sus
1: man—that um, oh, the, um, the, Among us. the the Among Us, yeah, the Among yeah, Us, yeah, yeah. This this yes. is working well for an audio podcast. Um, yep. So <laughs> to Ed's right, yeah. <laughs> there is a small knitted character. <laughs> a crewmate. Um so it's we, red. Yeah. Lovely. I, I think I think we might if it wasn't so political and people didn't hate this fucking country, I think we might be in with a chance. Uh but I think okay. we'll probably so, be in the bottom 5.
0: Okay, I was just about to say, for a bit of fun, where do you think we're going to come? Oh, come on, and oh, say a number. All
1: right. Okay, I'm trying to think. I can't remember how many entries there are. This is the problem. Yeah, there's um, about 20 in there. Uh, uh, how many entries are there? Uh, I can't fucking remember. So I think forty. Forty, 40 countries are taking part in the contest. Um, okay. But I'm just going to say we're going to be. I don't know. I don't know. I think. Well, I think we're going to be. I think we're going to be in in the. I'll tell you. I think we're going to be in the bottom. Bottom ten. That's all I'm going to go with. Really? um Yeah. I, 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 for I some reason. Have more chance.
0: Without knowing anything about any of the other contestants at all, I'm saying 12th. Okay, now, (laughs) uh, just finally one thing as well. Ed, I don't know uh, what your views on Michael Jackson. Apologies, it's 25 countries.
1: 25 countries in the final. Oh, okay. So I'm going to say that we are going to be 19th. Okay, and I'm 12.
0: Um, I don't know what your viewpoints are on Michael Jackson with regards to his history and legal past. Um, Let's not get into
1: that. Uh, Do you like his music? (sighs) Um, Separate from um, anything else, uh, I grew up liking his music. That's where I'm going to go with. Um, Did you ever watch any of his films? Uh, I believe I did. Yeah, I think I watched Moonwalker once, but it was a long time ago. Yeah.
0: Did you ever watch a short film called Ghosts?
1: don't think so, no.
0: It is fabulous. It's on YouTube. Uh, so those listening, go over to, if you're not watching, go over to YouTube and just search Michael Jackson Ghosts. Um, obviously the quality's a bit naff, but um, it's great it's basically a long ass music video it's kind of a bit thriller-esque um there's you know lots of dancing sound effects but it's just so reeking of that era uh there's loads of cg in it as well uh which does nowadays look horrible it's like a ps2 character got put into live film Uh, but i should imagine back in the day it was cutting edge um and it really is really is quite cool um And it's a bit of fun, really, at the end of the day. I'm not going to say it's going to blow your mind and become, you know, you're going to get posters on your walls and shit like that. But I just thought it was a bit of fun. And it's weird, as a Michael Jackson fan, I had
1: never seen it. So it was great to see some new, old footage. Um, I've just looked it up, and it does sound quite interesting. So to start off, it's directed by Stan Winston. Who okay. uh, everyone knows, he's a like a prosthetic effects genius. He's done okay. so much. I mean, he's very well known for Terminator, uh, amongst many uh, many other things. Just narrowing down to Terminator is just is is ridiculous. But he's worked with people like James Cameron and Steven Spielberg. Um, wow. Uh, he's, yeah, Terminator, Jurassic Park, Aliens, The Thing, um, he, yeah, all the way to Inspector Gadget. Um, but it was. the looks like the, the screen. The story uh, for these ghosts. It was written by Mark Garris. I don't know who that is. Michael Jackson and Stephen King. Um, <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, yeah. Maybe have a, it's a bit of fun, guys. Maybe have a
0: a, a watcher that when you have got a spare. I think mean, it's about forty minutes. Yeah. Um, so that that concludes media everyone i hope that was good for you it was good for us as well uh moving on to the news now edward oh a lovely bit of news this is where we get serious look each other in the eyes and kiss our nipples uh a man with a no you kiss my nipples oh sorry all right yeah um A man with a pig heart that, uh, he he lived for a few months with a pig heart that had been transplanted into him. He has died now of an animal virus. Um, So that's a bit, I mean, apart from that being incredibly sad news, um, I actually didn't know that that was a possible thing that could happen, uh, an animal organ keeping you alive like that. Um, But also, um, I guess it's just one of those things about being sort of, in the inception phase of you know pig or even animal organs used within the human body is that you need to look for these things i'm sure they did uh, a large amount of tests before just wanging a pig heart
1: into him but um yeah what's your what's your
0: view, ed it's
1: quite yeah it's it's an an advance getting to that point where with an animal i mean has it it sounds like it's something that should have been done before has it never been done before um, it doesn't say
0: he was the first man, hmm. so uh, yeah, I assume it's had. It's, I assume it's been done before, um, and he was. Uh, sorry, I'm gonna completely destroy this pronunciation, uh, but it was a, a virus known as uh, porcine cytomegalovirus. Uh, is that porcine? P O R C I N E. Porcine, porcine. porcine. Um, yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that's like a newly discovered thing or if it's a well-known thing, and they just didn't pick up on the virus in the heart. But, uh, obviously, hearts go out to the uh, family members. How old uh, was this, of...
1: How old was this uh, gentleman?
0: He was 57. Wow.
1: Okay, so it he sounds... 57. It sounds... Did, he, <clears throat> did, he, did they say, look, we've got this experimental thing, and he went, yeah, okay, go for it? I'm just wondering, is it just because they... Uh, could they not find a donor? Or it, it's intriguing um, to me what got to the point where they go, yeah, let's try a pig heart. Um, yeah,
0: I know what you mean um, The uh, It doesn't say how he got into it yeah. I'll read
1: you just a, a quick
0: paragraph okay. In January, David Bennett, a handyman who suffered from heart failure Underwent a highly experimental surgery at the University of Maryland uh, Medical Centre in which doctors transplanted a genetically modified pig's heart into him uh, So it's still definitely in its beginnings phases Because it's obviously highly experimental um, But... Yeah, I mean, the advancement of technology and science is fabulous, but it's unfortunately one of the byproducts of, you know, having these procedures and things like this that these things happen. Oh, Jesus. You um, know
1: what? We're reading this. And you know, the first article I found, I, I did a quick look. Uh, so I typed in David Bennett, pig heart. Um, and the first article comes up, Washington Post. The ethics of a second chance pig heart transplant recipient stabbed a man seven times years ago. So. Um, Okay, not this guy. <laughs> yes, this guy's a murderer. Uh, apparently, well, I don't know. He said he stabbed the man seven times. I didn't say if they, I can't see if they said he died died or not. But um, uh, well, yeah. Well, there we go. So, uh, the the man being heralded as a medical pioneer, David Bennett Senior, was the same man who'd been convicted in 1988 of stabbing her younger brother seven times, leaving him paralyzed. Um, uh, Edward Shoemaker, the person we're talking, uh, the person that was stabbed, spent the next 19 years using a wheelchair before he had a stroke in 2005 and died two years later, one week before his 41st birthday. So, um, what the fu- okay, although well- yes, it's a medical first. Um, it's, it's come out that this, this man has stabbed the person <laughs> seven times, uh, leaving them, uh, <laughs> paralyzed. Um, okay, Good
0: i'm glad that they put all that effort into someone worthwhile um <laughs> mind you i i guess if you're going to kill someone with a pig virus it may as well be a murderer
1: um, <laughs> it's not a murderer it, it was just a stabber. A <laughs> i think okay well that took a turn
0: there we go everyone live updates here on the pocket knockers I always wonder people worry that people think we actually plan this (laughs) no we we make a fucking document with bullet points of headlines we don't even look at them sometimes my lovely partner Kate has been sourcing them for us as well and she sourced this one Um, Deborah James I'm sure you've probably heard of her Edward Uh, she's been a lot in the news recently Uh, she unfortunately everyone I don't know the history of Deborah James too much uh, but she had bowel cancer um and she um was well she had a podcast called you me and the sea uh she had a book called fuck you cancer and she has a blog called bowel babe um she recently uh just moved uh, moved to palliative care palliative um so that is effectively you know end of life support um And it's a bit of a weird one. And the only reason why you mention it is because it's extremely well documented. Uh, Normally, um, people that suffer cancer, um, and, you know, obviously that's probably one of the worst things that can happen. And as soon as you go to the doctors and they give you those that that, that sort of, you know, spiel, it's probably one of the worst days of your life. Cancer's a cunt. It is. It's definitely the big C. Um... (laughs) But, uh, you know, it's, it's incredibly sad to, uh, you know, see uh, someone who um, had such uh, a, a pivotal stage um, and without going into any personal issues too much, someone close to me has uh, got cancer recently and they said they looked up to Deborah James quite a lot um, and was listening to pod- their podcast and things like that as inspiration and hope um so it it really makes you think about you know these things can happen to anyone and that an inspiration has been lost um or will be but i mean the thing is you know she's left her mark and i think it's important that these things that she's done will you know they they'll still be there it's not like her whole legacy is disappearing quite the opposite i think that her legacy is going to have a big imprint uh now for those suffering with cancer moving on uh prince charles speech about cost of living crisis whilst sat on a golden throne thank you prince charles um i haven't actually seen this picture yet i almost don't believe it
1: to be honest so yeah um uh be- well how old's queen elizabeth now 96 i believe um she's yeah. uh she she's <laughs> standing down on on certain duties as queen and uh delegating them to Charles so there's a lovely mm-hmm. picture of yeah. Charles sitting there in his regalia on a yeah, nice golden chair it. on a slightly bigger golden chair next to him is a uh there's a crown on uh yeah. on a cushion um to represent uh <laughs> wouldn't it be Queen. nice if you just didn't have to turn up you just have to put your hat on a cushion uh, yeah right yeah yeah <laughs> um but no to be <laughs> fair to her she's 96 so uh fair play oh yeah um, yeah um, I
0: mean, you, it's just yeah, a bit. Of, I mean, we don't want him to be sat on a bit of plastic garden furniture, but you know, somewhere in the middle would have been nice. You know, this is monarchy for you. It's,
1: this is the we want high end IKEA. That's what I mean. <laughs> this is the bloody monarchy for you. Um, there's yeah. there's lots of I I I I don't see the monarchy lasting much longer if I'm honest, um, especially with things that have gone on. Uh, I mean, if you look at. Um, uh, uh, study harry um and then if you look at other were you know well worse people within the monarchy but the news news articles have come up um i I just think that there's too much going on i'm not sure if they are what they should be anymore and i don't know if many people want them anymore um the the biggest thing everyone goes on about it is it's a boom for tourism in this country, and I'm sure yeah, it is. Yeah, it's true. But I'm sure they'll be happy enough going to see a listed building. And, uh... <laughs> That's also true.
0: I think the, the thing is, is that, and the reason why I, I think that the monarchy aren't doing very well currently is because... Um, oh, sorry, I can't talk negatively about the monarchy because I have a reliant scimitar with the Union Jack on the roof, and as we all know princess Anne had one don't you um, know
1: flora's a massive monarchy expert um she'll probably okay. be wearing a black armband the day elizabeth dies um and so yeah. yeah the uh so yeah but the thing
0: is is when the entire government and the way the country's run currently is to fuck everyone up that lives within it you're designing a rebellion effectively aren't you and it's it's a really shit because with all this bullshit and all this crap that's going on in the government currently i fucking wish that the queen was just to go get out you know you know just to fucking just a power play somewhere just for her to or you know for her and you know her her staff and everyone like that put their heads together just say look actually this is fucking wrong and our country is being destroyed by this. they don't have the
1: power to do that though that's have they not, been overruled now? That's not within their power to do so. Um, if anything, ah. Parliament have the power to, um, to, to to dismantle the monarchy, if anything. Um, really? No, yeah, it's all very, um, it's very, uh, what's the word, not traditional. Well, I guess it is traditional in a way, but that, that's all, all, all the monarchy is really now. Um, she the, yeah. the the point is, she does not have that power for to for to to tell them to get out because that's a complete that's that's completely oppo- opposing democracy.
0: Um, yeah, no, you're right because people voted that person in, right? So yeah. she was just a girl. So a, yeah. It, yeah. no, it, you, I get it, I get that. Yeah,
1: yeah, but I know what you mean. You sometimes you go just if, if they could just give them a sense check and go, no, not that I can't. Well, why can't uh. the
0: Queen just make a Google Forms and ask people? To, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. You know, Distribute. Do a it petition. Out. Yeah. yeah. Distribute. Do a petition. It and then, if a majority say, fuck, the, re- the modern government are off and put people in there that are actually going to help yeah. more people, um, then maybe that would be better. And sorry, just to clarify, I don't mean Corbyn for the many, not for the few. I just mean, like, Make it equal across yeah. the board, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, a rich person pays more tax than a poor person, for instance. Yeah. Um, right, uh, let's move on. We've got more politics, and we are going with Keir Starmer-Beergate. Now, that's written in here. I believe Kate put it in there. And what about you, Ed? Do you, do you know anything about this? Can you fill us in?
1: I know bit about this. Um, so, after Partygate... Uh, with with Boris Johnson came along. Then some suddenly the newspapers went. Ah, hang on, Keir Starmer. He was uh, at a work uh, meeting and he was caught through some awful paparazzi camera of him sat uh, stood there with a bottle of beer whilst other people were eating in an office.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and it seemed to be a, a big comparison play between Partygate uh, uh, at Number Ten and and what was happening um, with Keir Starmer in an office. Um, Although they completely seem to have missed the comparison of, yes, he did that. It was still an entitled thing to do. Keir Starmer was, you know, he was in between whatever, you know, whatever work meetings he had. And yes, he might have eaten and it's not illegal to have a beer. Um, But uh, then again, he didn't bring his fucking wife with him. Um. So, um. Unlike Partygate, but it, it seems to be a big, a big play against that. And now, um, apparently, new evidence has come to light where the uh, the police are able to take proceedings and investigate it. Okay. That is pretty much as where it goes. I believe has said look, if I'm fined, I will step down as Labour Party leader. He's got to that point where he's that confident. But
0: I think the. Uh, I think what he may have said was, "If you want to prosecute me, then prosecute Boris too. And if you prosecute Boris for what he did, then I will stand down."
1: Hey, Boris has been prosecuted for what he did. Did he? Yeah, he's been fined. Many, oh. many members of the of, um, of the Conservative Party have been fined. But since okay. then, this came really? to yeah, this okay. came to light. Okay. the day before the elections, um, it was it was really it, it became it, it was in the news around the time of the elections and yeah. um yeah so they he he believes if he's going to be prosecuted on the same level that boris johnson will he will he will hands up and say okay he's at fault um therefore he's not fit to be uh leader of the labor yeah. party uh i'm not sure if anything's happened from that since and by the time people yeah. hear this okay. something else might be heard
0: yeah, yeah, no, I yeah, get it, and you know, like I think I read that in an article somewhere, but you know what it's like with these things—they always get cross wired and all that sort of shit. <sighs> um, yes. Definitely not my fault. Um, Seven hundred roads in Cornwall getting a twenty-mile-an-hour speed limit. So we're going slightly different here, and I'm going to try my hardest not to rant too much about this.
1: I can't wait for this. I'm just going to sit back. <laughs>
0: So it says Cornwall, but uh, for those of you who don't know, I live in Plymouth, which is as far south in England as you can go before you enter Cornwall. And we also have uh, at least one large 20-mile-an-hour speed limit, which has just been enforced with uh, average speed cameras. Um, It was a 30, um, and there's a school that is off this road onto um another road so it's not directly on this road it's off out of the way um and their argument was because there's a school it's uh, a main road and things like this we've got to put a speed camera on it you don't fucking pull the wool over my eyes all right i drive two times a day for the last well for the last three years on that road at 30 miles an hour there's never been any car ac- car car accidents, car accidents, casualties, or anything, as far as I can see or tell, and. Um I mean, it seems like an absolute money grab when, uh, you know, we're already being charged so much for the cost of living with bills and everything like that, not to mention taxes and everything for them to, at the end of the tax year as well. So they want to try and fucking spend as much money as they can to make sure they get the budget for the following year, uh, put up some uh, average speed cameras, make it a 20 um, to try and get money. And uh, there's actually a Facebook post from the company that put the cameras up Um Uh, just bloating basically about how much money they've earned uh since the cameras have gone up um and it's horrendous i think it's absolutely shit uh there's absolutely no reason for it and i know Look, there's some arguments like okay well if it's a 20 now go 20 why are people getting caught still um and it's you're absolutely right i obey speed limits i will go the speed limit (laughs) if it's a 30 i I'm going 30 even if it's around a mini roundabout (laughs) but i haven't been caught and i probably won't be i'm pretty good in that sort of scenario i can almost hear it in the mail now uh coming through um but uh people have people also argue that um it's for fuel saving measures because obviously you're going 10 miles an hour slower thus you're using less fuel it's great stop stop complaining you're saving fuel on your journey um I beg to differ. If you're going 20 miles an hour in second gear rather than 30 in third gear, the fuel difference is going to be very negligible. Uh, not only that, but the amount of resources and electricity consumed by the speed cameras uh, really are going to negate any sort of savings, should there be any at all. Um, I, I don't know why people are defending it. It's absolutely Fucking nonsense. um I do understand that there it says this article says seven hundred roads in Cornwall getting a twenty mile an hour speed limit. I understand that in Cornwall there are many tight lanes, things like this that were thirties before, and we're talking about little roads that could be roads up to someone's driveway, you know, like little bits that aren't even roads for um, anyone apart from just a couple of people who live up that road. You know what I mean? So that 700 isn't just going to be massive main roads that were 60-mile-an-hour limits now down to 20. It makes it sound like it is. There's going to be loads of small branches and things like that that cover a majority, but
1: you, the point you're is... You're talking like urbanised roads, um, I guess. Is is that what you're talking? Like the more narrow urbanised roads, like between main roads, these these little the side roads or things yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I had a conversation with someone whilst i was um, whilst i was learning to drive and they were they were they were helping to teach me to drive and they said yeah. i was doing 30 and they said you can't do 30 down here it's a 20 i said no it's a 30 it's no signs and it's street lit but um i think it's heavily encouraged on those roads to do 20 anyway um yeah okay I, I get it i do but also i see your side but i don't think i give that much of a fuck enough um yeah yeah it's, it's tricky
0: Yeah, yeah, I know, and uh, yeah, it's one of those things. If it's a 20 mile an hour speed limit, just go 20. Yeah, I get it. The fact of the matter is, even if you're in my position and you do drive on that road, uh, you know, twice a day, then it's really not going to make much difference to my journey time at the end of the day going 20 instead of 30. It's not going to affect me at all. It's just the whole idea behind it and the fact that actually there's no casualties, accidents or anything, and they're wasting our tax money putting cameras up to then finest for speeding on a road which even if you were speeding on and have been for the last you know 20 40 years 50 100 years even this road's an old road um mind you though you'd probably found it quite hard 100 years ago to go over 20 miles an hour but the point is is that it's a complete money-making exercise and it's against
1: putting cameras up's a bit much yeah um, yeah, that, that's I didn't even know you could do cameras on twenties, but I guess you can. But that's ridiculous. Yeah. and we're not um, talking just you know we're
0: not talking just a normal flashy camera. We're talking there's I think at least three um, average speed cameras I along the hate
1: average cameras. It's like fucking annoying.
0: Yeah. Um. So it's a massive expense. Um. And it's just costing. And look, it's it's a little road in Plymouth in which. It's only going to pick up local residents and people that are on their way to and from work uh, already paying tax. It's not like it's like a massive main road, people going to the city centre and, you know, things like this. It's literally just the people, the, the loyal workers and residents of Plymouth being fucked. Whilst um,
1: it's absolute shit, uh, it is. But where I am, and you've known, you've, you've seen these before rather than uh doing a 20 mile an hour limit on our, our streets they keep them at 30s and then riddle them with fucking speed bumps so you can't even do 30 anyway you're doing about 15 yeah. 20 um yeah. get rid of the fucking speed bumps and make it a 20 i'd prefer that than having speed bumps because yeah most people i know who live around this area the amount of times they have to change their fucking suspension on their cars because they're getting fucked over yeah. by the bumps And yet again, you're talking about world resources and things like this.
0: You're absolutely right, Ed. The amount of wear you're putting on a car by going over a speed hump. Hmm. And, I mean, if you were to go 30 over the speed humps, because that's what the law is, that's what the highway code says, (laughs) then you're going to cause, especially, I mean, you'll probably do it successfully quite a few times, to be honest, before you cause any serious damage. But then when you do... What, you're going to write a letter to the council saying, look, you've ruined my car here? Why, why do you think uh, i have about to
1: change my suspension? Why do you think my exhaust was hanging off? No, not yeah. because it was a Vectra, but because of the fucking speed bumps.
0: <laughs> it's a combination. Um, um, but uh, my dad, famously, outside his shop here in Plymouth, they um, put speed humps on the... On, and he was dead against that. You guys think I'm a car guy you should see my dad youtube.com forward slash tiresome um but he he when they first put speed humps outside his shop he measured them (laughs) how high they were because he was like this is like that you're you know these are really savage speed humps Mm. he measured them and they were higher than the legal height for a speed hump so they had to then come along and shave them off (laughs) Uh, fair play Uh, Well, they they are still there, but they made them lower. Yeah. Uh, So there's a a bit of a hollow victory there. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, speed humps are the absolute worst, I would say. At least in in this average speed camera sort of scenario, you just literally go the speed limit, quit bitching. But it's just the idea behind it, you know what I mean? Well, I know what you mean, especially Um,
1: during heavy traffic times. You're just going to be going in second all the fucking time. You won't bother... Mm going into third and you be, by no. doing that you will increase your revs and you're not going to help with fuel, fuel yeah. consumption whatsoever. No. Um, so that's no. bollocks as well. Uh, unless exactly, there, yeah. Yeah, unless there are reasons for it, like um, life-saving reasons then I don't see the fucking point.
0: Yeah. No, I fully get it. If there's like a a sharp corner or something and there's people known to speed around there, of course, if there's a school directly on the road, you've got people pulling over and children running across when school's finished and stuff. Definitely. Fuck it. Make it a five for all I care. There's an absolute perfect reason for that. Like when you pass a horse, you know, you go slowly and you, you go easily around it and
1: you respect that. But when it's anyway, you get the idea. Don't, Moving but, on. No, before we move on, just a very quick oh. one. So you're you, okay. you're talking about these roads because a lot of them you said they're like through roads, side roads, things like that that you, you recommend. Sorry, that's speculation. That's, that's speculation too. That's speculation. Okay, because I was yeah. wondering if it's because too many people are making shortcuts, so they're trying to attract people Your from making show. shortcuts and stay on main roads. No.
0: It's just um, because that 700 roads in Cornwall getting a 20 mile an hour speed limit headline. Yeah. I feel like a good 500 of those yeah. roads are just going to be little offshoots and things like this that's that fine. actually no I'm, a, that's, I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah, no. and don't forget that's not 700 speed cameras, and like that's literally <laughs> just them <laughs> yeah. saying it's just a sign going down somewhere. Right. But um, apologies. Yeah, moving no, no, on. No. Moving on, we're going on to our odds and sods. I love this bit. It's actually my favourite bit of the podcast. Um, Don't worry, everyone. I know what you're thinking. There's no microwaving babies this time. But we are going to start off with... uh, A rather interesting question. Um what was uh, well I'll tell you it was my first porn experience, Ed. And I'm not going to um I'll tell you mine first so you get the general idea and how we're gonna format this question. We're not talking about the first time you, you know, anything to yourself. Uh we're talking about um when you last saw a boob in the media. Did you stumble across a mag in a bush? Uh what sort of scenario was it? I will tell you mine. I was uh, downloading, you know, the golden age, before LimeWire and iMesh and everything were, uh, you know, completely uh, knocked to the side and made illegal and you could just download stuff from a network. Uh, You could download films, clips, music, and most of it would be bullshit, but as long as you came wise to it, you'd end up with something relatively okay. And I, as many of you know, am a big James Bond fan. And uh, there is a film called The Spy Who Loved Me. And in that film, there is a Russian spy called Triple X. And I, as an innocent young boy, wanted a picture of Triple X. Fuck off. So I did, indeed. Go on LimeWire, put in XXX, and then downloaded pictures. At that point, I was greeted. Oh, what the
1: fuck is going on here?
0: Oh, God. My eyes, Ed. They were ruined. Poor little Michael didn't know what was happening um and just to clarify we're talking like i was maybe seven or eight so before i was even thinking about anything like that uh actually probably more like 10 but either way it wasn't a pleasant ha- accident you know a little happy accident it was genuinely something that was fucking shit
1: um yeah okay you i i'm finding it hard to think here and the first thing thing that comes to mind is when i I was quite little i used to go to the barbers with my old man to get me haircut and i remember sitting in a chair waiting um whilst this um much older gentleman was sat next to me um reading the sun and he was spending a lot of time fixated (laughs) on page three and of course you're there like line of sight trying not to look because you know it's something that you shouldn't be looking at yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like a horror film, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And he's just says so... <sighs> <I'm> like oh, <laughs> Just oh, the other way please. Yeah. Just... <laughs> that's um, yeah, that's that's the the first thing that comes to my head, definitely. Okay. Well, that's yeah. that's a good one. That's
0: a good one. Hmm. Um right. Now, <laughs> I enjoyed that question actually. I'm glad. Um we've got to do a couple of would you rather's. Um we're going to kick it off with a: Would you rather have telekinesis, aka the ability to move things with your mind, or telepathy, the ability to read minds?
1: Fucking out, uh, telekinesis all all day long. Uh, I yeah. spent a lot of time, right around the age of nine, ten, staring at like pencils, trying to move them with my mind, and I should have been you doing like schoolwork. Yeah, I, Matilda was one of my favourite books as a kid. Uh, so, yeah. uh, you know, before the film, Michael, cause I'm old, um, <laughs> like a bit of Roll Doll? Uh, yeah, I, I used to yeah, you twit? loved love Roald Dahl. Um, yeah. He's and the best. he is the fucking best, but, uh, yeah, telekinesis, telepathy. I don't think I'd ever want, I'd, I'd like to assume that people think I'm brilliant. Uh, yeah, I, know I, d- I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to know that they actually think I'm a complete, yeah, I just don't. No
0: i about though, because this insinuates obviously telekinesis or telepathy you're assuming that if you're in a crowded area, for instance, you just hear everyone around you oh no but he, we're not we're yeah. not saying that telekinesis you don't just move every movable object that you walk past, so I feel like you can turn it on or off when you need yeah to, you, you still you would, but on... you'd
1: still be intrigued you'd be nosy you'd go well, oh, yeah, what but... are they thinking right now and you, you'd, you'd hone in on them and then you'd go fucking cunt and then they'll be like right, would yeah. you stop reading in my minds it's rude it's an invasion yeah, it's of my about, privacy yeah. and you'd start and then a then massive argument you... <laughs> no
0: you are right yeah okay telekinesis at least if and what i had telekinesis you, you... i
1: could push them out of my fucking way
0: <laughs> yeah what would you do with it what would be if you were to just get it if i was to just send you a text now saying oh I, oh yeah you've got telekinesis in it mate yeah. what would be the first thing
1: you would do <laughs> The first thing I would do is. uh, Would it be a mind wank? I never thought of that. (laughs) Oh, wow! I could fucking. Get Pete's feet out. I could fucking. I could. I could tuck myself hands free. Yeah. That's brilliant. I could pinch each nipple at the same time. Fucking hell. Oh, wow. You are good. I wonder if I could gape myself as well. (laughs) And flora at
0: the same time. <laughs> lie down, don't worry. I've, I've got this covered. Oh, and then on. I'll have you covered. Yeah, fuck it up. So, so what would be apart from that, what would be the first thing you would do? Oh,
1: I think I'd uh, uh, I'd lie in bed and I'd open my fridge, pull that pull the ginsters out, float it upstairs, uh, unwrap it. Mid float up the stairs, ready, and I'd just be have my mouth open going, Ah come to me. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Fucking feed myself without moving. (laughs) I'm not this weight for no reason. Fucking hell. Yeah,
0: right, yeah. Um, I don't know what the first thing I would do with telekinesis would be. I guess As a sensory sort of thing, I I've got gravel in my garden and I feel like it would be quite cool to see if you could like move it left and right you know like just like a like a wave almost or like moses part of the seas i don't know it'd just be like a, a sensory pretty what? cool thing to have you got no in. food
1: in the fridge <laughs>
0: <laughs> fair enough um, <laughs> from that what other good things would there be how would you use it in so you've you've you're now publicly known to have telekinesis oh i don't know about that no, let's just say you are. Ah,
1: oh, okay. Right, fair enough. Let's
0: just say you are. Yeah. And someone... Like, what would be a good way that you could help
1: the planet and civilization with telekinesis? Um, I, could, I could be a, like a... Uh, I could stand on 20 mile an hour road slowing all the cars down.
0: Ha! <laughs> I was thinking, <laughs> uh, depending on range and power, hmm. you could just go to Ukraine and just flip all the Russian tanks... Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Because you could be like, as long as you could make, you could see it. Even, maybe if you had some binoculars even, that would be like sniper
1: telekinesis. Yeah, do I need to see it? I guess I would have to see it. I guess so. I don't really know how it works. What, what, um, if, I was to, what if I was to look at like a live satellite map of places on, on, on my computer? <laughs> would I be able to look just, at them and then just like, you know, make things yeah, happen? Maybe.
0: Maybe. That's, we're getting into voodoo, stole, uh, voodoo doll. Voodoo doll. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Ah, and there we are you're welcome (laughs) oh (laughs) and finally the last question of the odds and sods and concluding the hot pocket number two is would you rather swim in a pool full of nutella or a pool full of maple
1: syrup oh i think i'm I'm thinking here practicality because i'm a hairy man I'm worried that maple syrup would be like would tug at the hairs a bit more. Yeah, uh, if no, you try, right. that... and it
0: would crystallise when you got out if you let it yeah. dry. Mm. I mean, you'd you'd be like a toffee apple.
1: Nutella's got all that that fucking palm oil stuff in it to smooth it out. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. It's tasty. <laughs> Take um, that, arambe. <laughs> I yeah, I think yeah. Mm, although with maple syrup's warm. now nah, I would play it safe, I'd go for Nutella. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't want the Nutella to get cold. <laughs> or else you just be like, <laughs> just I, think I, can, I think I'm warm enough uh, for that. To, yeah to keep yeah. it nice and soft. I'm gonna um, keep um, it really I, soft. I'm probably
0: with you based on that technicality. I think I like the idea of maple syrup more but in reality it's the worst one. I like the idea of it kind of being all gloopy and quite texturally nice whereas Nutella's more of just a paste. Um but yeah. But yeah, you're right. The after effects in reality would be far worse. Yeah. And um poor Canada as well. They would have none left. Um <laughs> Everyone, thank you for listening. I hope that we've brought you up to speed on this week's news. Leave a comment down below, all that sort of stuff, and uh, tune in on YouTube if you're listening. And, hey, if you're on YouTube, don't forget, you can listen. We've got podcasts, and this week coming up, we have the Larkade series commencing. It's on the 18th, uh, which is the Wednesday, and we are going to have gaming videos coming up. Uh, So keep an eye out for that on YouTube. Because we don't
1: have Ed. enough gaming video content out there.
0: I don't think there are many on the channel, are there? Oh, no, sorry, you no, meant on, on YouTube. On YouTube. <laughs> yeah, no, there's none. We're no. pioneers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we've both done it before on separate channels. <laughs> Why don't we fucking go? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, everyone. We will catch you next week. Goodbye. Bye.